Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Here, yeah, welcome back, y'all, to fucking movies. I don't, I don't think Scottish people say y'all, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who started the the really bad Scottish voice. And you voices, notice so. how I'm not continuing it now that we're recording. We've been recording the whole time. <gasps> Shit. Gasp. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, all obsessed racism for the world <laughs> to hear. <laughs> I don't think it was racism, I think it was just a bad voice. Yeah, um, it's true. Anyway, this is episode 183. Three, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, what a journey. Uh, did we make any Blink-182 jokes last week? Shit. Oh my god. <laughs> what a missed opportunity. Fuck? Well, I don't even remember what the last episode uh, was. How did we miss this? Show canceled. We're done. Yeah. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> well, it's not out yet. We could go re-record it later. Oh. No, it's just, we'll, we'll just, we've talked before about making soundboards in case any of us have to miss a recording. Although, this deep in the game, I feel like it would have happened by now. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right, uh, well, we can say that this is Blink-183, because it's one better. <laughs> so, welcome hey, to episode hello. Blink-183, where... Yeah, all the small things Tom... that we forget. Is that the right band? Yeah, all the small things. Yeah, you all gotta right. keep going. I, that's it. That's all I got. I don't know a single other. <laughs> well, song. this is episode episode Blink One Eighty Three. Uh, this is not our first date uh, with oh. you, dear listeners. <laughs> I don't um, know what that means. And we miss you. Uh, oh, miss you, miss you, miss you. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> oh, that's the only other Blink One Eighty Two song I'm aware of with the spoilers. Yeah. And I'm Tom DeWide, um, oh. joined with my, my co-hosts, uh, Seth, a.k.a. Mark Jumpus, and um, <laughs> Zach, a.k.a. Travis Meower, um, oh. Blink-183. <laughs> wow, that worked out surprisingly well. Uh, yeah, well you're done, even but... a drummer. Yeah. There we go. We're, we're, we're very good at our not-jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I forget, check out our Twitter. Mariel works very hard. It's at Faking Movies on Twitter. Also, soon to be <laughs> at Blink One Eighty Three. Gov. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, sure enough. Uh, yeah, you, if anybody wants to get in touch with me, you can email me at uh, Tom DeWide <laughs> at Blink One Eighty Three dot com. No dot Earthlink dot net. So this week. Uh, well, this this week I'm doing one and I I I, I teased it uh, last night with you guys. I, I got my idea and I put about six minutes of effort into it. Uh, and the reason I put so little effort into it is because I spent a good portion of yesterday and today coming up with my um my uh, jukebox musical that I told you all oh, about. Yeah. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into it oh, here. Are you sure? Because it seems really good. 
Uh, oh, does it? Because what I was going to bring up is how shitty I felt all day that I wasn't getting constant validation from you guys <laughs> when I kept sending you more and more things about my musical. No, no. Uh. You, you know that I'm in the middle of a massive work project, and I don't have time for anything. So that's why. I saw them, but I... I don't have the mental capacity to respond. This is my own personal cats in the cradle right now. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe after you die, everyone will appreciate yeah. it more. Yeah, maybe. Lee, my boy, you're just like me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've ever seen my work ethic, but it's lacking. <laughs> ah, well, if 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 things weren't uh, coming to a head in less than three days, then yeah, I would have a similar work ethic. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to talk about my awesome jukebox yeah, musical. You are That's validating. A parallel story about the New Testament called Jesus. I'm not going to talk about <laughs> even that though at all. it's a really great idea, and I want to encourage you. But yeah, go ahead, talk about your other thing. I'm sure. Yeah, instead I'm going to talk about our show, the thing we do every week. I'm going to do a movie. Good. This is an appropriate time for that. Mm -hmm. Congrats. <laughs> so I'm going to do a movie this week called Killer Joe. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's pretty recent. I, I The title sounded familiar only in the sense of like, I feel like I heard that came out not that long ago and people maybe liked it. Um, more, more, more on that later. Yeah. The cast should mm -hmm. also be an indicator. Well, that's all I know. Uh, so, other than what you guys gave yeah, me. Yeah, good talk yep. through that giant chug of beer you just took. You know, <laughs> that was a real face how, you made, yeah. for sure. It's <laughs> amazing how I said a thing, took a drink, and you guys didn't say anything at all while you watched me drink. It's like Jesus all over again, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> oh boy, this is a real cats in the cradle moment for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. I wonder, is, I can, no, cats in the cradle is 70s, I don't think I can work it into Jesus. Anyway. Mm, well, yeah, that's true. Also, stop I'll touching just your you. mic. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll just, I'll leave it, I'll leave it at this. It's not your father's, son's, or Holy Spirit's New Testament. Hey, that's the tagline that I did give you God. information on. That's true, you did. It does, it, oh, it screams billboard everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's gonna, it's really Maybe weird. we could get Audra McDonald to play Jesus. Mm. That'd be pretty great. <laughs> yeah. All right, Lee, anyway. tell us about your your thing that we do every week. Yeah, it's called Killer Joe, and uh, you guys, the cast you gave me was Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, double M, uh, double Emil. I. All right, all right, all right. Mm -hmm. uh, and Emil Hirsch, uh, noted shitbag. Um, oh. Is that true? Oh, hmm. oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Violent, violent douchebag. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Actually. That's tough. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, Juno Temple, uh, an actress. She's great. Love her. Oh, good. I feel like I've seen her in things and have no idea who she is. Yeah, I mean, she's a yeah. blonde, a very slight blonde actress. I mean, yeah, yeah she's in a lot of okay. stuff. That's, but that's like, I, I had trouble distinguishing her from other slight blonde actresses, to be honest. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Gina Gershon. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, that's who that a, was. A, Powerhouse. A, <laughs> <laughs> an all-time an all-time killer like yeah I mean, oh yeah every yeah uh and and lol from wings himself <laughs> oscar nominee thomas hayden church oscar nominee for sideways was it sideways? yeah oh sideways. fuck yeah of course yeah. it was he's really good in that movie he's so. really good in this movie turns out <laughs> yeah. yeah it's turns it's, out thomas hayden church might be a good actor i think he is <laughs> yeah. it's very weird 
very weird. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Lee, tell us. He also plays the Sandman in Spider-Man oh, 3. Oh, yeah, he Ooh. does. That's the one where, where Spider-Man goes emo, right? Yeah. With the uh, dancing thing. Having rewatched it having rewatched it a few months ago, I and it might have been a pandemic fugue, but I think it might be the perfect superhero movie. Nope. Wow. <laughs> that is Impossible. a bold ass <laughs> statement and I didn't say it was good. But the perfect superhero I movie. It. So it's a real uh it's it's uh, a real archetype of the hero's journey for the modern superhero. What I mean by what I'm saying is it might be the one that like most embraces a bad, quickly churned out issue of a comic book. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like all of those Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans did that, though. I've never seen the second one. I hear that's the best uh, one. That's what people claim. I, I, I honestly don't remember. Couldn't possibly remember. I mean, yeah. Guys, there's that scene where uh, James Franco eats pie really upsettingly oh yeah and i don't know what you're talking about but i can picture it in my imagination as you're yeah yeah and for listeners mm-hmm. at totally home because yeah. lee st- has a striking resemblance to james franco as he reads his story Ugh. imagine that he is eating a pie extremely upsettingly during the entire thing <laughs> that's the Ugh. way to do it just like as if you were in a spider-man movie sure that's true uh, Sam Raimi, if you're making, I hear you're making the new oh. Doctor Strange, and I bet that there's a Spider-Man cameo somewhere in there. If you need uh, a Harry Osborn uh, and don't want to hire a sexual assaulter, yeah, probably for the best. Good point. Call call it your boy yeah. right here and save some money, like cut some corners. I, you know, oh yeah, you probably you probably scale. work a little cheaper than James Franco. I imagine <laughs> me working for scale is like I'm set for a while. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You guys got uh, Modelo's in the back? I'll just take those. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, gotta, you got oh. a half a Casey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baby wants his residues? <laughs> yep. That's how I say residual checks mm-hmm. now that I'm in the biz. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, boy. This is Lucy right, Goosey. Give us your six-minute elevator what pitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I mean, I don't know. I, give I, give I us your, your minutes, elevator yeah. pitch for on the way up and on the way down. Because they're supposed to take three minutes yeah, or something. I don't know, man. Building is in the Sears Tower, I guess. Man, I don't, I don't know. know. Get off my dick. All my right. bird dick. Gina, <laughs> big old bird dick. And Light as a feather, <laughs> stiff as a board. Um, Gina, Gina and Juno run a hip 90s coffee house, mm-hmm. but they can't quite stand out from all the other hip 90s coffee houses in mm-hmm. town. They try all kinds of gimmicks, but they always seem to get things slightly wrong. So maybe we'll have a montage of them doing almost trendy things. Like they have a bunch of sludge metal bands playing and everybody leaves and it gets quiet. And Gina goes, oh, grunge, because she fucked it up. Okay, man, I'd be back in the corner. Just, yep. Yeah. More of this. Yep. (laughs) I would have like Um, headphones on and be doing something else. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we gotta remember it was the '90s, so you'd have to lug around a gigantic disc man that has skip. Protection. You think I didn't do that? Yeah, we all. I did know. That. Me too. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It was the '90s, so I had jeans where the pockets were big enough to fit that disc man. True. Oh yeah, the first time, mm-hmm. the first time I uh, I lived in Russia, I was just carrying around a giant uh, like disc man in my carpenter style jeans. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. with an, an MP3 disc though, because it was early 2000s. But still, oh, natch. Ooh, yeah, you had to fit more. Music yeah, I had like yeah, of course 120 tracks, bro. 
Whoo! Mm-hmm. All Bell and Sebastian. Yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, seems right. <laughs> it's all Bell and Sebastian uh, and story songs from the 70s. <laughs> I just have the uh, soundtrack to Garden State on here over and over and over again. <laughs> no. It's 120 time... songs, but it's really only like 11 songs. <laughs> I know. One time my uncle asked me to make him a CD, and this was back in the like dial-up days. Um and we were the only people in our family who had like a burner on their computer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, what do you want on it? I have to go find the songs. And he goes, oh, yeah, just some stuff you think I'd like, uh, but put Don't Fear the Reaper on there. So I made a <laughs> CD that was 80 minutes long of Don't Fear the Reaper <laughs> over and over and over again. You know what? I bet he popped that into his, I'm assuming, some sort of Pontiac at the time. And he was just like, it played like after like three of them, he goes, Okay, and then he still played the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and you hint at the rest of Imaginos, but no. <laughs> Don't fear the Reaper is on Agents of Fortune, Seth. God. Wow, I am probably. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, back yeah, to my sorry, sorry. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so they can't get things uh, going with their shop, and Thomas Hayden Church shows up, and he's like a land developer, and he wants to buy them out, but they're resistant. And he's being like really, really shitty about it, and gets like a little aggressive, and then he leaves. And then we see Matthew McConaughey sitting in the cafe, like over in the, the corner, and he's like the only person in there, and he says like over the top of his cup while he holds it to his mouth, seems to me you got a sweet spot here, but your product, well less said about it the better uh so he's a coffee grower and for a partial ownership stake he's gonna supply them with beans that he says are gonna be the talk of the town yeah seth is doing some weird mind <laughs> <laughs> it's working out yeah yeah okay cool jack and the beanstalk um, got it yeah mm-hmm. uh so we see uh then we're gonna see like some some of their home lives and stuff so we see juno's home life and emil is her boyfriend and he is real shitty Fancy to her that. He's uh-huh. not uh, he's not physically abusive, but he's definitely a piece of garbage who does some emotional abuse, and he really does not deserve any of her time. Yep. Cool. Um, and we also see now that uh, Thomas Hayden Church won't leave Gina alone. Uh, he's like trying to wear her down and get her to sell, and he's being like really inappropriate, like showing up at her house, things oh, like that. Jeez, it's just like yeah. toxic, we also see toxic men all over the place. Ugh. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we, then we see uh, McConaughey uh, doing some marketing with uh, Gina and Juno, uh, and it's all centered around the beans. And uh, he's very clear that their shop should uh, just stay the exact same way that it is, uh, that all they need to do is win people over with their coffee, and he's super supportive of their vision. Um, so as the beans become really popular and the shop is doing more and more business, we see that uh, Emil has seemingly skipped town, and Thomas has finally stopped showing up to uh, harass them. Oh. I'm not going to acknowledge <laughs> that you guys are just... I know that I literally just did acknowledge it. Mime <laughs> is a real art form, Lee. God damn it. Appreciate our art. <laughs> yeah, you spent like six years at the Sorbonne studying Correct. miming. Yeah. Like, yeah. God, my parents paid so much money for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, All right. c- continue, please. Uh, You're just... <laughs> yeah, so so Emil is gone, and Thomas is out of the picture, too, and uh, the gals are kind of just chalk it up to good luck, and, and their business is doing well, mm-hmm. too. Um, and they decide that uh, what they want to do is... Oh, uh, Joe surprise... is in coffee! Yeah. Oh. 
they want now it's all coming together. Uh, oh boy, they want to um, they want to surprise Matthew McConaughey. Uh, they want to see his farm and they want to like bring him a gift. Um, oh no! And, and in this universe, uh huh. In this universe, like somehow a coffee bean farm is like near an urban coffee shop. It's just for convenience sake sure. in the movie. It's in Portland, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, so it doesn't make any sense arrive... for how coffee grows, but yeah, all right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. <laughs> I just say it's just it's convenience sake for the movie. Yep. Uh, they they arrive uh, at the farm, and as they arrive, they see Matthew McConaughey grinding up body parts to fertilize the soil, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and they see the part partially ground up bodies of thomas and emil but before they freak out matthew is able to use his calm soothing charm to remind him that emil and thomas were both shitheads and that their business is now booming Mm -hmm. they have a decision to make so now we see like a six months later or whatever tag shows up on screen sure Uh, We flash forward and see that the shop is still thriving and growing and supporting local artists and causes and doing general Mm -hmm. good. Uh, We see Gina and Juno happily running their business uh, the way that they want when some corporate bigwig gives them some serious shit when they turn down his offer to turn them into a franchise. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Gina says to Juno, now, what are we going to do about this? And we cut to Matthew sitting in the same seat he was sitting in in the beginning looking over his coffee cup as he says the same as he says same thing we always do make some killer joe and then he smiles and we cut to black that's, wow that's a good ending that's like it's also a pretty good mcconaughey yeah uh, wow yeah. uh i took some heavy inspiration from like the slew of like mediocre dark comedies of the mid 90s that all starred like a group of people that you recognize in one person who wasn't famous yet but would be famous Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep i mean also it's that civet poop coffee thing except sweeney todd i want to say is it yeah a little bit yeah yeah Yeah. we could fit some songs in there if we need to yeah Yeah, Ooh, but yeah. So they, uh, they, you know, they murder people. Yeah, for no. love it. Yeah, love it. Oh, yeah. Mm. It took me a second to connect the dots, but when I did, I was very excited. It was right there the whole time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It mm-hmm. turns out it was Earth all along. <laughs> My yeah. movie was the the best friend in the rom com. They're perfect for you. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Your movie yeah. just had to take their glasses, take off their glasses off, and let their hair down. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, oh my God! If only I was wearing glasses right now, because I could just take my hair and just like, oh, and now I'm look, I'm beautiful. <laughs> you did literally a lot of visual goofs in this, this mm-hmm. certain episode. Yeah. For for the listener, I took my hair down. Yeah, just then. it so. is glorious. It's, We've talked about it for the last. Yeah, seven months, for yeah. Zach and I, our baldy boys. Oh yeah. boy, we are. I don't have the I don't have the electric lettuce of our good friend Kev, uh, friend yeah. of the show. Kev, he is but... the current champion of the lettuce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Woofers. that means. Okay, I don't know anyway. what electric lettuce is. <laughs> All right, so Lee, do you want to hear about the real one? I guess. Yeah. How much about coffee is it? None. Zero. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think coffee. They don't even drink coffee. I don't remember anybody they... even drinking coffee. They drink a lot of bush and a lot of bud heavy. That's yeah, bud heavy. <laughs> oh my There's God. a significant amount of bud heavy in this. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So this is a 2000. 2000- is he like a contract killer or something? Yeah, kind of. 
uh, but exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, this is a 2011 movie Wow, this is older than yeah, I thought. It, yeah, I feel like it was in the zeitgeist more recently, but there were some issues about the rating um, that may yes. have brought it to, like, like it was delayed for some reasons, I think. And then, I don't know if it was delayed, but, bit. like, there was controversy about it, so. Oh, so it was, like, one of those movies that maybe was on the shelf for a little while? It's possible. I think so. Also, the, okay, just so we can clear this up, the... This was the second movie of the Mechanizons. Mm. So it, I was wondering, like, where... So, like, Mud and nope. then this... Oh, no, 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 way after... Way before that. It was yeah. some horrible rom-com, The Lincoln Lawyer, and then this immediately after. Yeah. Mm. And then all of the good shit came after this. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. this is the beginning. Um, all right. So, Killer Joe, when a, a debt puts a young man's life in danger, he turns to putting a hit out on his evil mother in order to collect the insurance. It is not clear to me that the mother is evil. Like, did that... We never actually meet the mother, so yeah, it's... No, well, well, I mean... We hear secondhand that she kind of sucks, but... We did see her body. We saw, like, the back of her in the dark. No, we saw saw her face in the back of a trunk. Oh, her literal dead body. That's true. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we heard that she had almost killed the daughter or whatever. But yep. Anyway. Times, yeah. All right, so, Lee. You want to hear some more? Because I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if keep it, keep keep it. No, tight. boy, I tried, but here we go. Okay. Uh, Emil's. You know what? No, wait, Zach. Really quick. You know what my secret is for keeping it tight on these? Not writing anything down. <laughs> Leave out almost everything about the movie. Yeah, I know, I know. I again, I always try, but I write it down, and then it just gets too long. But yeah, I got gotcha. you. This one is—it's got a lot of shit going on for sure. There's too many characters. I mean, we gave you a very long cast, so okay. Uh, Emil's admittedly horrible-sounding mom stole his cocaine, and now he owes some guys money for it. Uh, he hatches a plan to have her killed and collect the fifty thousand dollars in life insurance to pay uh, both the killer. And then splitting the rest with his family. Okay, so he, she stole more than a personal use amount of cocaine, but less than fifty thousand dollars. He it's already implied, owed money, though. I think he already. Yeah, mm. he's deep in it. Like it's it's all bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, this takes place in in West Texas. Oh yeah, uh, this is like White Trash Central. Oh, it's it's that actually West a, Dallas, if I recall correctly. Um, it is in Dallas, yeah. Not the buyer's club. Yeah, so it's not that West comes, Texas, but it is here. still, you know, Texas. It is explicitly East mm-hmm. Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> perhaps, yeah. I was just uh, I was just thinking of the Mountain Goats or not. Yeah, they, didn't they have a song called West Texas? I don't remember. Something about West Texas. I just know that they exist, mm-hmm. that's all. And I know that they're cool or well, something. Well, and, and the lead singer uh, died recently. Um, oh, oh yeah. really? What was that guy's name? Yeah, it was real bummer. Um, oh. Suicide. Isn't he... He's on a bunch of podcasts, though. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm mixing Isn't things he? up, but I'm pretty sure that he died recently. Maybe maybe wow. I'm mixing it up. Hmm. I do want to make it clear for those listening. Uh, everything I know about cocaine, I know from doing research for our Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> game. So. Oh, yeah. We yeah. are very yeah. cool. Yeah. We are cooler in the game than in real life. It is. Yeah, I made a guy anyway. explode. Yep. More than once. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Thomas Aiden Church is the dad. Uh, Mm. Juno is the naive childlike sister. Gina Gershon is the Mm -hmm. stepmom. She is left almost entirely out of this transaction. And McConaughey is, of course, our killer Joe, the hitman, and incidentally, a police detective. Yeah. 
So play on both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom, um, Thomas Thomas Hayden Church is also um, not. He's not bright. He's he's a nobody's nobody's bright. He's he's yeah. but he's <laughs> like very very dim witted, and I I don't mean like to the, to the degree that he would be considered considered like mentally uh, handicapped, but he's not with it. No, no, no. I, I think Juno is that though. She is like developmentally disabled. Everyone talks about her like she's a like a ten year old, and she's probably twenty. Maybe yeah, they claim so, that she's. Yeah. They claim that she's twenty. Yeah. Um, All right. So it sounds like there's a lot of like family dynamics. Like it's, this. That's the whole. This movie. sounds yeah. a lot like. This sounds a lot like every white person limited series crime show that's not about rich white yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. that's fair. Yeah, yep. Yeah, to a degree. Um, yeah. So uh, they can't pay Matt up front for the murder. Um, they offer him spec. Uh, he does not take it. Then Emil offers up Juno uh, on retainer, quote unquote. Wait, s- spec like the ham? No. No, spec like a script. <laughs> like you can have your money after we get the insurance money. And he goes. Well, they no, wanted thank him you. to. They wanted him to to hitman someone on spec. Yes. He does not take this offer. Yeah, but then yes. he sees Juno and is like, hey, I'll take a retainer. Yep, that child oh, sister of yours, I will no. fuck her for as long as it takes for you to get the money. And he go- oh, Emil goes, no, no. cool, let's do it. And Thomas Hayden Church goes, my daughter? Yeah, cool, let's do it. Yep. Um, Bad yep. people. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No. Do we have to talk about the rest of the movie? <laughs> We're so gonna it, we're gonna it, skip giant swaths. It also gets me. way way worse, dude. So much worse, yeah. Uh, so Matt comes over to their trailer for dinner with just Juno. It's very uncomfortable and lasts. This scene, no kidding, lasts like twenty fucking minutes. Yeah, because um, he has her this like is... undress and she like they they like bought her a new dress and stuff and she doesn't feel super comfortable in it and then she she changes out and gets back into her regular clothes and then Matt shows up and is like I'd very much like to see you in that dress. I, the oh, literal no. next line in my summary was there's a lot of pretty horrendous menacing sexual stuff and we'll elide it for the sake of sanity but Seth just kind of yeah <laughs> I mean it, it gets worse than that too but it does yeah. get quite mm-hmm. quite a bit worse Matthew McConaughey is a fucking monster in this movie he is um, yeah I'm looking at some pictures from the movie yeah. it doesn't seem like my speed mm, it's well, it's a difficult it's a difficult too. watch yeah um, so Emil uh eventually meets up with the money guys by accident gets the shit kicked out of him by two guys uh, on motorcycles who do yeah. like an amazing job of na- like driving them motorcycles around it was it was really really impressive that they could oh, yeah. maneuver those to like through alleys and shit to to catch up to this dude who's running on foot. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say they do like cool synchronized like kicking. They, they kind of do. Kind, they they do a circle around a, uh, a meal like like a tight like fifteen foot radius or fifteen foot diameter and, circle. And on like it's a thing I could not do on a motorcycle. Yeah, especially not like a like a big ape hanger. You know, yeah. two thousand pound motherfucking thing. It's it yeah. it is quite yeah. impressive motorcycle men's shit i agree seth seth mentioned this and i said i thought that same fucking thing yeah. watching that scene. and it's two motorcycle <laughs> then, boys we were like yeah okay yeah and then emil hirsch gets the fucking life kicked out of yeah. him which is also kind of fun i guess <laughs> yeah let's say i bet if i had watched that scene i would not have thought that at all no. because i don't know shit about riding motorcycles yeah, yeah. 
so Emil decides he doesn't want to go through uh, with the whole process. With the he, murder, like, he's like, hey, Matthew McConaughey, yeah, get away from uh, my sister. I love you. Yeah, whatever. get away from my sister. Also, like, I don't actually want you to kill my mom. Like, I fucked up. Whatever. Too late. Uh, Matt has already done the murder. Yep. Um, and he makes it look like he, like, pours gas and or pours um, booze all over her in a car and then, like, gas trail and, and the gas Yeah, trail. and cigarette and, you know, the yeah, normal. The whole thing. So. Yeah. Like, people Yeah, do. you know. I guess like what, correct. What is he do? trying to make it look like? What, what? Like she fell asleep in like her car. I don't know. Like she fell asleep after busted after pouring a line of gas towards her car. I don't know. It's East Texas. I'm not. I know you didn't write 80s. this. I know you didn't. I know you didn't write this. I'm not. I'm just this like is, I'm trying this, to figure out. This is out. a thing that I I did think was a problem. Is that like there's a lot of very very serendipitous things that occur and also like i i I don't know i i have some issues with the writing i think some of the the performances are very good for the most part but i think that the writing is flawed this thing that you're talking about lee i i think the implication was she was like a weird old drunk and it was like a fucking old chevy or whatever and if they saw this like if the cop showed up and saw this they'd just be like oh it's the obvious thing and they wouldn't have even bothered looking i see nobody cares yeah this is the thing that bothered me in, uh, remember that show, uh, House of Cards, starring uh, that guy we don't talk that about anymore nightmare because oh, yeah. fuck him forever? <laughs> also, um, Kate Mara. She's cool. And, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, Robin Wright. Robin, Robin, Robin Wright, yeah. yeah. God, mm-hmm. she is great. Yeah. Um, but Corey, in, in season one, Corey Stoll plays uh, a political pawn that he's trying mm-hmm. to use, and yeah. he, like, kills him by asphyxiating him in his car right and he like leaves him in the passenger seat and <laughs> Jesus, that's not a good yeah, way to like, cover up a that's, murder that's sloppy work yeah <laughs> yeah and nobody questions it and i just remember thinking like not even a throwaway line like they're not even gonna reference that it was weird yeah. like especially in what was that supposed to be like 2015 or whatever yeah that's yeah lazy yeah um Okay, so uh, the murder happens. Uh, as it turns out, Emil got bad info on the life insurance money, and it all goes to the mom's current boyfriend. Yeah, because it was Rex. it was supposed to go to Juno, and it it. Um... Yeah, it turns out it was supposed to go to Juno, and then Juno's like again, sort of uh, childlike, and, and she and, and yeah, her. she she did agree that like she heard all the plans and was like, yeah, let's let's do this. Like that woman means nothing to me. Let's just yeah. mm-hmm. let's let's kill her. I'll take the life insurance, and I'll give you guys each a third or a fourth or whatever. Yep, really, really mm-hmm. quick. Who do you think the person to you, the person closest to you is that you'd be willing to do this to? That we would be willing to do this to or that would do so this like, to say, us? So like say you would have to assume that like you'd have to be a level of closeness to a human being to be a beneficiary on their policy. Oh. How far removed would a person have to be before you could deal with doing this? All right, on three. One, two, three. Yeah, Zach. I was going to say oh. I was going to say Zach also. Oh my gosh. Man, I don't have a will, but I'm going to I'm going to make an anti-will tomorrow that is just Hey, 
Uh, if there's a will reading, can you just show up and I'm sorry, lawyer, but can you just give all of my friends the fucking finger double birds for the entire time? I just want you to I'm sit just, in silence and double birds all of my friends. I'm just teasing you, Zach. You know I don't I mean know. that. I'll still give you all yeah. my money. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Kit and Fisto get nothing. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Kit and Fisto. Uh, uh, someday, someday. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Emil's not going to get his money, as it turns out. Mm-hmm. And they're fucked because Joe is an actual police detective, and he figures out what is going on before even Emil does and is like, oh, I'm not going to get my money. Now i got to fucking bust some skulls. Yeah. So, oh, so right. it turns out that the mom was dating, you know, some dude. I don't know who it was. But that dude, the boyfriend who became the beneficiary is having an affair with Gina Gershon. Yeah. Who's the stepmom? Who's the stepmom? Yep. And she knew so about she it. she planted all these ideas. It, it starts looking like Gina Gershon was maybe the person orchestrating this whole thing because she was going to maybe get a tiny cut of this family's and then also like half of Rex's, the boyfriend's Yeah. I've, I've seen Showgirls. I think she's she's capable yeah. of that. She She's, she's capable of high-level planning yeah. like this. Yeah. Yep, yep. And now um, comes the... Oof. Yep. Uh, so Matt, uh, again, knowing this, comes over to their trailer again and like unveils all of this to Thomas Hayden Church mm, in an incredibly menacing way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's this incredibly infamous scene, uh, much like Brown Bunny in Cannes. Mm-hmm. This happened at the Toronto Film Festival, I guess. Yeah. It's called Tiff. it's called a walkout scene. Uh, yeah. Famously. Um, I don't think anybody actually walked out, but it was very it's, it's, effective. Yeah, like the way that people talk about this stuff at film festivals, it's crazy to me to think that anyone would walk out of a movie at a film mm-hmm. festival. Yeah, like if you know Brown Bunny exists in the world, like just like show up for the thing. Like you know what you're getting, yeah. So uh, Matt kicks the living shit out of Gina Gershon. Mm-hmm. Like beats her bloody up and down. And, and Thomas then, Hayden Church is, is like not helping because... He he Matt has been betrayed, yeah, because he told him that Gina's been fucking this other guy, and she he shows him pictures and stuff. Yeah, just like that typo negative song. I know you fucking someone else. Yeah, you knew it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a great song. Uh, apparently, true to life for that guy, which is sad. But uh, yeah, um, when he died, uh, uh, just outside my hometown, <laughs> um, I went to the bar the next day with a, a very good friend of mine. And some other people. <laughs> and he was a big fan, and he, he was very upset. Yeah. And uh, he put that song, which is like 14 minutes it's long. It's extremely long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he put that song on the on the jukebox three times in a row and sat silently drinking a pitcher of beer that he wouldn't share with anyone while this song <laughs> played. Like, Jesus. I think Typo, Typo Ned guy would have probably appreciated that, to be fair. like I think so. Probably, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, so the infamous scene, Gina Gershon's very bloodied. Uh, Matt, being the fucking sociopath that he is, makes psychopath. all of these... He's a psychopath, not a psychopath, sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> makes them all sit down to dinner, and, like, everyone's very tense and, like, knows that he's in power, and it's very uncomfortable. Um, and he basically... He grabs one of the KFC chicken drumsticks and makes Gina Gershon fillet it, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Uh, over like, and no. over and over and over. It lasts, like, three minutes. He's, like... Yeah, she's and he's like she, he's like bloody he's, and he's acting like he's about to come the entire time and it's very yeah. very upsetting. Yeah. Oh, and now the like 
the chicken the fried chicken thigh shaped like the state of texas with blood on it that is the poster for this movie yeah more upsetting Mm -hmm. than yeah yeah so yeah basically i mean the conceit is like matt figured it all out everyone owes him money um he announces that he's taking juno to marry her and emil as her brother Uh. freaks out uh, Juno's mm. on board, honestly. Uh, yeah. Matt starts beating Emil literally to death with with like glass jars and stuff, just anything around. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't. I don't want to watch. Yeah. This. It's, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> Excuse me. Juno grabs Emil's gun. Everybody has guns, and just starts shooting wildly. Mm-hmm. She seems to intentionally shoot Emil. Um, at this point, no one's upset about this. Like he is obviously the fucking villain of this, despite McConaughey being the actual psychopath. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause his, his bullshit, uh, scheming set all these things. Yeah. Up. And, and, and everybody yeah. ends up against him because they all realize what a, just a, an enormous dumbass he's been about this yeah. entire situation. Everything. Even no, like nobody is in the right, but also he was like the most stupid about it. Yeah. Among Dirt among dirtbags he, he is the king he is the yeah, dirtbag yeah, exactly. king yep so she shoots emil dead uh she also shoots thomas hayden church kind of in the gut yeah he gut shot him and he's definitely not making it out of there either no 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 um she turns the gun on matt like in his face and then announces that she's going to have a baby in like literally five seconds she says i'm going to have a baby he seems very excited and then we see her finger approach the trigger of the gun, and then we roll credits. Yeah. End of movie. All right. Yeah. It's like maybe mm-hmm. she finally figured out that, like, she was being manipulated by everyone and definitely met. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It, uh, it's a fucking weird movie. It's a very weird movie. It's It's very brutal, but it is, for yeah. the most part, very, very well acted. Every so everyone get... does so good in this movie. There's yeah. not a person so I, who I mean, puts up a bad performance in this movie. Actually, I think Emil Hirsch does a shit job. Like I he's he's No, he plays himself. He plays like a manic insane person and just is like an asshole the whole time and yeah, it's exactly guess. what the character needed. Like it works. It still works. Mm. Yeah, I guess. I just I think. hate him way more than the other ones cuz he doesn't even have a, a unified like He's not even, he doesn't have a unified position. He's not actually trying to accomplish anything because he doesn't yeah. know what the fuck he wants. It's uh, it's very frustrating. He's, he's just trying to dig himself out of a hole. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I noticed this was directed by William Friedkin. Yeah. How 70s new wave gritty is this Yeah, movie? extremely. It even looks like it could have been made in the seventies. I'm, I'm got, glad you looked this up. It's uh, got it's got a it's got like a like an orange pass filter over everything. So yeah. Oh fucking yeah. oh god. <laughs> also, uh, yeah. So freaking was um, Exorcist, French Connection, Cruising, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah. Uh, it was written by Tracy Letts, uh, who mostly is acts, but also acts. This was a play. He's, this was a play. And he also first. wrote yeah. August Osage County. He's like somewhat. Oh, he wrote crazy. August Osage County. Mm-hmm. Those are like his two hallmarks. Yeah. I don't know anything oh, about shit. August Osage County, but I mean, I I know I it's like totally, kind of famous, right? Like, I totally know tracy lets these days as the literary agent in uh the frame uh story for little women um what oh, oh boy <laughs> yeah. huh mm. and apparently his like 
tireless uh, devotion to uh, um, just praising Greta Gerwig's uh, vision of that movie. Like, just endlessly parading around the film festivals talking about how like this is her movie she did it look at this this movie's amazing like i feel like i would get along with him mm. I... I know right right but like now I do that they know that he, he did this and and like august osage county which is like gross in its own way like yeah i don't know anything about it. it's just like rich so people he... being shitty and weird no there's like some there's some some shit grit. in that movie okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, so it's i don't like, know how they would have made this into a play like this movie is staggering okay, so like now that i know the two things about tracy let's there yeah. is two writing credits here it, it's like he's it feels like he's trying to redo the southern gothic oh yeah for the modern audience yeah absolutely okay. Okay. like a very but like a southern gothic that is very texas texas oklahoma centric not Texarkana. Yeah, Texarkana, not uh, you know, your your typical Georgias or uh Alabamas. It's not dripping with uh yeah. with humidity. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> yep. You can smell the mesquite. <laughs> well, yeah, but that wouldn't be the accent if you could smell the mesquite. That would be <laughs> Whatever. I don't do accents, <laughs> you know. I'm not a do, do your McConaughey, so, then you get the accent. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, well. With a mid-Atlantic accent. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's McConaughey. I do say so. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I stay the same age, and they keep getting younger. Is that correct? <laughs> you know, if you're going to go to you, town, go to Lincoln. Aunt Wink. <laughs> You asked me what I liked about high school girls. <laughs> Is that T. Dalt doing McConaughey? No, that's Lee doing T. Dalt doing McConaughey. Um, I think I feel like I feel like I want to do. I was doing like a Rex Harris. Car- yeah, I was thinking I want I want to do like Cary Grant. Yeah, of course you want to do like Cary Grant. That's what dude. I, yeah. sure, sure. That's your that's that's your bread and butter, Cary Grant. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, this oh, fucking movie. Yeah. I mean, suffice it to say, Tracy Letts and then also uh, Bill Friedkin is a fucking wild combo for a movie that like people don't really know that much. Uh, yeah, it again, was, it was sort of the beginning of the Macanazans, but so it, it was, was not very famous, and it, it was rated NC seventeen. Right, oh, you mentioned that fuck. earlier. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that never happens, especially because of the fill- filleting the chicken scene in particular. Yeah. Sure, but also uh, I believe that it was cut down and they removed that scene for the mo- or like major parts of that scene, at least the explicit parts, and so it got re-released as mm-hmm. an R. Yes, like the cartilage. Yeah, I mean, this was before yeah. you could. There was no streaming or anything. Like you, you couldn't release an. NCAA. VOD wasn't a thing. Not really. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Seth and I also both. I my first note on this movie was holy shit, Gina Gershon full bush close up within twenty fucking fucking seconds. Yeah. Of the movie uh-huh. Starting, and then Seth was like, "All right, I'm gonna watch." And then twenty five seconds later, he goes, "Holy shit, Gina Gershon bush." <laughs> That was fucking fast, and I was like, "Yeah, I know." But- oh no, wait, wait. What was my exact <laughs> phrase? Because I feel like it was very good. You guys make me you really make me want to watch Showgirls. <laughs> uh, it was it was something like, um, "Oh something yeah, about yeah, a Merkin." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was no scope full Merk. No scope full Merk. <laughs> 
Yeah. You put it much more elegantly than I did, I guess. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a fucking um, mess. Wow. There's a lot of... It's, it, it is... It, of all of the movies that I've seen, which is not that many, because they haven't been that many that are NC-17, like... Sure, yeah. Or, or, like, that have been rated that, this one might deserve it the most, because it is... Like, it's... it's I I would not want children watching this. Yeah, <laughs> no. it's it's it is it's it's affecting in an emotional way. Yeah. Mm. Let me just say that I had such a sense memory just just right now of you guys describing how fucking upsetting everything about this movie is of walking outside to have a cigarette to calm myself down. Like I can smell <laughs> it on my hands right oh, now of yeah. like I need mm-hmm. to get out of this situation mm-hmm. and like yeah. yeah, it feels if this movie was gross. It's I can kinda, smell the reds, it's you know, like, like on my on my clothes right yeah. now after hearing you yeah. talk about this fucking it's, movie. It, like, we were talking about Harmony Korean earlier off mic, but like it feels like when like the first time I watched kids as like a an above 18 person and I I'm pretty sure I did that same thing. I just like I'm going to go have five cigarettes cuz like I just have to think about like looking at the sky kids, or something. Kids is kids is one of those movies that I think people that were about a generation before us, it was like one of their rite of sure. passage movies. Mm, yeah, you know? yeah. And like for and we were just at that point in time where like as if we watched it really young, you were like, Wow, look at this. This is out there. I watched and then it if both, we watched it yeah. <laughs> as adults, yeah. Oh, yeah. like the land before time. Yeah. But more foot, yeah. rape, probably. Yeah, I've never seen The Land Before Time. Any of them? Oh, there's like a hundred of them. There's eight. Yeah, no, I watched. I watched that. Um, there's currently eight. Uh, Jenny Nichols oh. did. Did uh, yeah, I watched she, that. Oh. She, she did a very video, fun yeah, review you. of all of them. Yeah, it was She's when great. we were all still in quarantine. Yeah. Those days, mm. the days when I didn't have to periodically go get COVID tests afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> sure enough. Sure. Your corporation is shitty. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I I, I, I don't know. I, the last thing I have to say before we rate is that unless you have more, I, no. We we mentioned that like this movie is difficult to watch, but it's not a bad movie. It's like pretty okay, and the performances are top to bottom amazing. Now this so is good. making me. So it's make it's really this is something that really stands out for me is like i think that happens a lot with movies that were plays yeah that makes okay. sense that may, that absolutely makes sure. sense yeah good writing people and like yeah. when when people end up not loving the movie they're like but the performances it's like because they didn't know how to turn this either they didn't effectively turn this thing that was a play into a movie or this thing should have never been turned into a movie yeah just like red devil batteries <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, wow, what a fucking <laughs> reference. No, you know I... what would have been a funny one? Swimming to Cambodia. Oh. You should have done that joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what movie really bucks that trend, though? Uh, Moonstruck. And I think it's because it was written as a play. At least I always have assumed that. And Moonstruck? it just never got produced as a play. Uh... So, like, they had to, like, they didn't have that, Wait, like, that, jump that off. That werewolf play. movie? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one where Cher plays a werewolf. Yeah. yeah. It's over the top enough where it would have made more sense as a play. I can see that. Well, I mean, John John Patrick Slanley's, I, I forget, Shanley. Sure. John Patrick Shanley. Yeah. He has two Oscars. It's for Moonstruck and Doubt, and Doubt was explicitly a play yeah. that got adapted. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. weird. Okay. And that's a movie that I think people these days, when they talk about it, talk about, man, the performances, but oh, I don't like the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, yeah. Huh. Generally, I don't typically like adaptations of plays into film, plays or especially musicals. I really, really don't like musicals as film, but that's... This is this is my thing. This is why I thought I didn't like musicals. What I really like are musicals that are specifically written for film. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. Okay. But hey. I don't like adaptations all that well. Like, I, I very rarely enjoy a musical film version i mean no one has done a good one in 20 years so except for yeah. susical no it's um <laughs> is there a movie version of susical <laughs> fucking probably but i i i hated that musical to begin with so that's fine i played in the pit sure. orchestra for it it's bullshit is it because there's not much bassoon in it yeah, there's not i bet there's there's a lot of bassoon it, in the seuss because you got to get the lows and the yeah. i really would have assumed there was a lot of it bassoon turns in out yeah. that yeah. there isn't much Really? At least mm-hmm. not in the the score that I was given. Maybe they were so maybe I, so, they were trying so to edge the... me out. I don't know, guys. Wow. Maybe maybe the 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 Seuss industrial complex decided this just in. high school band kid got edged in the bu- on the bus. Ew. So, you know, hey, from what I know about high school band, that sounds pretty common. <laughs> That's what my wife tells me too. Yeah. Um... Hmm. Mm. I was I wasn't <laughs> one of those high cool school. band kids, so I don't, oh, I don't think she was either. No. <laughs> See, it's weird because like in high school, I was in a band of rock and roll because we oh. thought this is this is our gateway, this is our gateway to the ladies, and no ladies were want to be anywhere near us, and yet all the band kids who were in loser band were getting it uh, six ways from Sunday. Like it's true, yeah, mm, yeah, really got it. We all learned the wrong instrument. Well, you and I did, Lee, Seth. I learned, I, mean, the, learned I learned is the a right very fluid clearly, but I also was just <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. So Zach, uh, I think learned is a very fluid term in in, in my journey with instruments. Oh, I yeah, definitely I played instruments. Yeah. I don't know if I learned how to play any I, of them. I have experienced and held instruments. That is fair. Yeah. Yeah. I am quite bad at all of them. <laughs> Except for Glockenspiel. Huh. That one seems weirdly hard. No. Uh, I have interacted with a glockenspiel once. I walked up to it and I played several different uh, scales that I didn't know how to play on a glockenspiel, put the mallet down, walked away, is, and said never He is again. a savant <laughs> with the glockenspiel. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever tried piano? No, no, but it's different. It's <laughs> no? different because you see, the thing about a glockenspiel is there's also the visual representation, right? So is probably some kind of insane confluence of different things going on in that beautiful Lee brain that we love. I do love that brain. That's true. And the net result was our Glockenspiel savant. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. These worlds are so clear in my head. I'm I'm definitely not not gonna be Amazon and Glockenspiels to Lee's house right now. So you guys talk about yourselves. You know what I've been like really struggling not to do? Buy like a forty dollar violin and never touch it as soon as it comes. to You've talked a lot about that. I that is the anti Glockenspiel. Violins are fucking impossible. 
Like you've played a string oh, there's instrument. No way. It is a very there's different no, beast. <laughs> there is no way I would ever learn how to play no, it. No, no frets. Where's it. all the frets? <laughs> oh, see, I play cello, so yeah, same. Yeah, but, what, wow. Right back to Wings. Helen from Wings played cello. Oh, and we're back. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thomas Saint so... Church is in Killer Joe. Yes, and he's great. All right, uh, uh, should we should we do the rates? Yeah. So the IMDb rating is a six point seven with seventy two thousand four hundred twenty one. So. That seems like a lot of people. That is a lot for a movie Lee didn't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Oh, fair, interesting. Huh. I am a pretty shitty guy in that way. Yeah. yeah. No, you just have seen a lot of movies. So. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're, that's what we're saying. <laughs> Um, all right, Seth, what you got? What all you got? right, so for the original, I don't think I liked it, or not liked it, but I don't think that I thought it was as good as you did. Um, I was going to say, no one liked it, yeah. per se. <laughs> uh, I, I thought that the writing was very frustrating at times, and um, it, 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 it uh, and now that we put a name on it, I think that it's because it feels to me like a play that is missing pieces. Sure. Right. Yeah. It's 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 missing characterization. It's missing like intense dialogues and things that like there are there are several intense dialogues, but it's missing the dialogues that I think that actually would form this into a nice, useful, cohesive thing. Uh, at yeah. least for at I mean, least for me. The trouble. Sure. This is the trouble with with any kind of absolutely. Adaptation. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. any other form is going to have like ways that you could get across the inner thoughts of a character mm-hmm. without like doing some some yeah. uh, like voiceover that doesn't make sense or like a hokey whatever yeah. like like this is yeah. and and like in in the movie you need to do it through your actions and yeah right it doesn't always happen yeah, yeah. and it it doesn't it doesn't always work even even like the difference between the movie and a stage play are actually end up being pretty pretty stark um but I will say that, like, I remember sending a message to Zach as I was watching this at, like, nine in the morning a couple of days oh, ago. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like a mistake. Uh, well, I mean, it's, I, it's... We both did that, It's, it's days, the so. time that I had to watch it. It's, it's, it's a rough mm-hmm. week. Uh, I remember saying, is Matthew McConaughey a good actor? Again, this it this was one of the early McConaughey's. And I was, was like, like, huh, yeah. like... I don't like him, but I think he's doing a good job. Yeah. So yeah. when when he first when he first got famous, he was on the cover of People, and the headline was something to the effect of like the next Newman question mark. Like he was D- before he fell into rom com hell. People were like, he is going to be the next like America's oh, like man. star. Okay, but Days like, of Confused was what like. 93 94 yeah but he was doing stuff in the yeah late that 80s, was his first though. role he was doing oh. was he yeah he was i thought um, days and confused was like his first like actual oh well, i don't thing. i don't know if it, if he had like a major role before that but he was definitely active sure. then and 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 certainly he's no my one of my favorite actors paul newman um because <laughs> Who is? Uh, I yeah, mean, who would my 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 <laughs> the Paul Newman alone, like Robert Redford love is just immeasurable. God, sure. I haven't watched Butch Cassidy in a while. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a great movie. I, I should. I mean, rewatch Butch Cassidy. That's like to be fair, he had mm-hmm. somehow. Okay, so friend of the show, Caitlin's favorite movie. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. 
but okay, whether it's like early '90s or late '80s, this movie or Lincoln Lawyer was probably 2010. Uh, so he stuck it's around also 2011, for between but before this, just before. Okay. this. Okay. Mm-hmm. He stuck around for between 15 and 20 years making shit movies, and then he became the guy we know him as now? Like, that's. I think at this long. point he's gotten I think at this point he's reached where he's like it's just like oh McConaughey he's gonna do literally whatever he yeah. feels like no. right that's what I'm saying which I think he was already doing it's just that now he sprinkles in some like critically acclaimed stuff yeah it's it's sure. his tenacity perhaps anyway I, I, I mean this movie is gross and the performances for the most <laughs> part are good Thomas Hayden Church is also a really good so actor good. so good <laughs> which is baffling to me for so so many do you, reasons do you think in another He's generation the, he plays the same thing every time he always he, he always so plays good. like a, a like just the biggest idiot in the world yeah. but a he, big idiot who has a that, big heart right like he's got that galoot face yeah you know? yeah. yeah he yeah. he is he is an idiot that really understands pain um and it's it shows in this because yep. I think in another generation he's like the character actor who ends up winning the lifetime achievement Oscar yeah. years later. Like, yeah. God, I hope so. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Like I I don't know how to rate this because I'm such of two minds. I think that like it's a hard watch. It's not a pleasant watch. But the people did a good job, so I th- I'm just gonna go straight with the IMDb six point seven. Like it's fine. Sure. Mm. I, again, I think you're describing an effective movie where you're like, oh, it was hard to watch, but it was actually like enjoyable. Not enjoyable, it's but not it was enjoyable. Ever. It was affecting. You, the fact. Do you think it's fair to say that the parts are greater than the sum of yeah, this movie? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. To yeah, a, yeah. well, to a degree. Again, I don't like the writing. It's really just the actors that pulled it through. Sure. Um, okay. So, what about Lee's? Okay, so Lee, for your coffee-based uh, Sweeney Todd, <laughs> coffee-based Sweeney Todd, which that's kind of what it did. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love that. That's super fun. Um, and it, it's, I, I, I don't know. I don't have all that much other to say than I enjoyed it. So, and <laughs> I like the revelation where I was like, oh my god, coffee. So, yep, <laughs> that was fun for all of us. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you get an eight. Oh, oh thank you. I, cool. I will say specifically the the movie that I'm really cribbing on this one. Um, and I'm, I'm only going to say the name of it because I figure. Is it um, eating Raul? No, it's not <laughs> eating Raul. I, I figured I figured you guys would for will forget it, uh, so we could do it on the show at some point because the cast is really just out like amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this '90s dark comedy called uh, "The Last Supper" that a a friend of my partner and I uh, uh, had us like sh- we had a dinner together. This is years ago at this point, and we watched this movie together. And this is what really made me like my jumping off point and it's it's like one of these 90s dark comedy things that like didn't happen but could have and that's kind of what i was going for Hmm. yeah okay sure um yeah i don't i don't know that one specifically anyway zach yep uh og i'm gonna go higher for sure i i think i like this kind of movie where it is difficult to watch but i feel like i did appreciate it 
Um, well, I've got some movies for you from the 60s yeah. and 70s. Oh, oh perhaps um, some movies directed by William Friedkin. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, speaking of which, I really want to watch Sorcerer. I oh, it's, uh, okay. Getting okay. a critical <laughs> reappraisal these days. I, I'm thinking even like cornier and less uh, stood up to time kind of stuff like Requiem for a Dream was one of those where mm. when I saw it when I was like 13, I was just like, holy fuck. And now it's not a very good movie, but like at the time, yeah, it was very, right. I get I get I like get it, what you're it impresses about. upon you with an emotion that you mm. like carry with you. And, you um, remember that meme from a few years ago that it's from the it's from an anime and it's it's a guy looking at a butterfly and they replace the words with is this Oh, it still blank? it still happens. Yeah. yeah, that one still that oh, one's that, still, that meme is still that. Yeah. That's true. So I feel like we could make a good one. It's Requiem for a Dream and the guy the caption on the guy is 13-year-olds and it says is this art? Yeah. yeah. True. The movie 13 is another one of those with uh what's her name? Or what um, dreams may come. Oh, oh, 13 with uh, uh, Evan Rachel Evan Wood. Evan Rachel Wood, yeah. Mm. Another where you're just like, ah, Oh, why? who I call Evelyn. Yeah, you do yeah. that, don't you? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Okay. No, hey, I, hey, when uh, we did uh, uh, King of California or whatever, I was oh, with Michael yeah. Douglas, Evelyn, yeah. Rachel Wood, as I recall. Yeah. Right, right. Um, yeah, I like this movie a lot. Um, uh, again, I think the performances stand out. I, I'm willing to forgive all the writing and the play and the whatnot mm. and... Uh, I think everybody did a great job. Uh, I'm gonna go like seven, eight on this. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not that much higher, but yeah, it's not incredible. I mean, it doesn't deserve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so bitchy. Well, I mean, and also there's a lot of like, like, I don't know, like controversy baiting with with. I think that I think that chicken wing scene in particular is very very controversy baiting it i wonder was... i wonder how much of that is like this is how we would have done it in the 70s yeah like, you know it wasn't even i mean it's gross but it's not like it's... that offensive it's just gross like, yeah it's just it's like just... oh you didn't need this like, yeah it's it just it it seems wholly unnecessary because you right. could you could have done it with like different cuts and i don't yeah. think i don't think the explicitness of it adds like different cuts of chicken yes that's no, what i yeah. meant lee that's exactly <laughs> what i meant is that she should have done it with a thigh yeah that's the one no it's just it's like thick. there was so much more offensive like literally right before that he beats the fuck out of gina gershon yeah like this way beats her to a bloody mess of a face and everything like that is way more like horrific than the i mean the, he was trying to be provocative i guess but it's just like eh. yeah like, but i think <laughs> i i really do think that you could you could achieve the exact same effect with with just being a having a better cin- cinematography right no absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> it, it seemed cheap it seemed, it yeah. seemed like a cop out yeah yeah um anyway uh lee your thing uh loved it you really captured the 90s part of the whole thing just this like movie Portland, was not. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, sludge metal, not grunge. That was fun. Um, oh yeah, sludge metal, <laughs> not grunge. Give I'm give thinking, give um... give Lee an eight point one from me. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. If we were a famous podcast, uh, we'd be selling a a a sticker or pin that says "sludge not grudge" Ooh, uh, on it. Love yeah, that. yeah. Love that. 
Uh, yeah, it was fun. And but it was a good not. idea. And it was mercifully short. Uh, so, yeah, you get a... I'm going to go with Seth. 8-1. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. my boys. <laughs> my boys. <laughs> my pen. Finally giving me that validation. Yeah. Because yeah. oh. we, we couldn't... Damned. Yeah, because we couldn't <laughs> give it to you earlier. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, next week... Uh, I'm going to be doing a movie called Lawnmower Man. Yeah, you are. My sweet boys mm-hmm. are both excited and not excited. Yeah, well, I mean, it's yeah. it's a little of column A and all of column B in this regard because I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a it's a mainstay of uh, of of cable of my youth. How about that? Okay. Okay. Y- yeah. I didn't have cable. Seth doesn't want to watch Jeff Fahey. Like that's that's his that's his problem. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, so uh, until next time, I'll watch what she's watching. I love that you guys are doing it now. I love that. Like I'm just I'm not even gonna step on it. I'm just gonna let you have it. This is the <laughs> best. Weird.